0: Welcome to the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Guys, this is going to be a bit of a turning point for this podcast. We are announcing uh, a new host who's going to be more of a consistent face for this podcast uh, because while we've had some really great conversations uh, across a few different hosts and different guests over the last few months, we've noticed that this podcast has lacked a little bit of consistency. So without further ado, I will introduce as our consistent host, Mr. Jake Barish. Hello, everyone. I've been on a few times before, but now I'm switching seats and changing roles. Yeah, he's gonna, you know, step into the, the big chair, see how it feels, see how it fits. Uh, but Jake, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time. And yeah, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast already know who you are. Um, But yeah, tell me, You know what are you looking to do? What are you excited about as you kind of step into this role?
1: Yeah, I mean, I am a major podcast nerd. I have been listening to podcasts well over a decade. And I think something that's really cool with this platform is it is so palatable and something that you can kind of sink your teeth into. And if you're interested in the subject matter, it can really provide influence on your life. And so I think that with the fitness industry, the physical therapy world, there's a lot of confusing things out there. And so I think that just having honest, open conversations and being able to learn from each other, we can all kind of make things less confusing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously this podcast is associated with Be Ready PT. You know, it's the National Fitness Podcast. Um, what, what do you think people can kind of expect going forward? Where, what are some of the things that you're hoping to do? Like how, how are these conversations going to go down?
1: Yeah. I honestly think I want to take fitness and actually apply it to real life. Cause a lot of times people will talk about this insane science. That's only for performance athletes or it's just niche things sometimes. And instead what we can do is take it to be like, Hey, how is this going to go for everyday people who are just trying to be more fit? You know, sometimes we can, you know, we could talk about the, the deep rooted science stuff and then we're going to break it down and say, Hey, this is how it applies to you. Or, just for fitness enthusiasts break down things that may not make sense from the surface level, but you know, understanding better how fitness competitions work or how people operate in the gym or what good coaching looks like, or kind of just anything in the fitness world where we can kind of show what we know that works well.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah. Hopefully have a little bit of fun along the way. Oh, for sure. Uh, But yeah, let's uh, Jake, Let's chat back to when we first met. Uh, How did it start? So that was
1: back in 2020 um, around the shutdown times. Yeah. And I remember we were, I was at a new gym and we had very limited uh, attendance at some of our classes and you came in and absolutely smashed a workout. Sounds like me. (laughs) Uh, It had, I know it had rowing and slam balls. I remember that vividly. And I think it had two other elements that I don't remember, but you were just like crushing through it. And I was like, this dude's pretty dang fit. And so we got talking about uh, Be Ready PT and all that and uh, kind of started growing from there, just keeping in contact and talking about fitness and nerding out on that together.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, I develop a lot of relationships with coaches around town, but sometimes there's just a little bit more of that organic like flow of like, Oh, Hey, like you're down to just like have cool conversations yeah. and process stuff and, you know, share a few people back and forth. And, um, yeah, I've just been super thankful for that. I was, uh, telling Jake before the podcast, one of my favorite kind of initial memories with you is that probably, I don't know when I've known you for about like five or six months. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a cool YouTube series on how to do uh, bar muscle ups or yeah. like, how to progress into that. And it was really fun. Part of that was that I actually had some legitimate bar muscle-up faults that we worked through and so people kinda got to see a little bit of that process. But we did like a four-part series. And at that time, I was still figuring out a lot of like my video editing, because I'm like trying to make this look good. Right. I didn't wanna put up something that looked homemade, and but just like putting so much time and energy into it. So we filmed and then like the next day, I got a phone call from my sister saying, hey, dad is in the hospital and found out my dad had actually just had uh, multiple heart attacks and was about to undergo emergency, like open heart surgery. So as you imagine, like world flipped upside down. It's this whole crazy time, like not knowing if we're gonna lose my dad, all this stuff. But he goes through surgery you know, it goes through fine. But that first night, um, you know, my mom and sister had already been at the hospital so, so long, um, in some of like the lead up stuff and they'd spent the night at the hospital. And I knew that we didn't want to leave my dad there alone. Right. And they were already just so fatigued. So, uh, after the day of the surgery, it was, I was elected to stay at the hospital and it was a situation where, uh, you in hospital rooms, some of the time they'll have like a really nice recliner Uh, but for heart patients, the, they need to kind of like get moved back and forth to the recliner. So all I had was basically like an upright metal chair that I slept in for like, or did not sleep in (laughs) for, uh, 11 hours. But that whole night, my dad is just like unconscious or if he is slightly conscious, just kind of moaning and groaning Mm -hmm. and like pain and all this stuff. And I'm just in a dark hospital room, literally editing videos, (laughs) listening, like watching Jake teach muscle ups and just cutting these videos. And that like, I could not fall asleep, but I could edit these videos. And man, that's like a core memory for me now are those videos.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that at that time I was really, you know, i had coached for a while, but it was one of those like, Hey, you coach Tuesday nights. And like, I was kind of blossoming into the coach that I am now. And so I cut my teeth on a lot of that stuff of, learning how to present things and then be like, Hey, this is going to be permanent somewhere digitally. And so really making sure that my coaching presentation skills were up there. And so we've actually made two video series, one about uh, cleans and one about the muscle ups. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it's, it's pretty interesting to see kind of the progression of, of both of us in our own worlds, but also together, um, working for, you know, making be ready a really cool thing.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Uh,
1: Oh, and before we move on, dad's okay, right?
0: For sure. Yep. Doing good. well, doing good. super good. The Third people would want to know. That. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what do you think is the next most important thing for you in your fitness journey?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... And some people listening to this are probably going to be mad at me that I say this, but I am beginning to age in the fitness world, right? How old are you? I'm pushing 30. <laughs> and I know we had this conversation a little while ago, and I'm not saying 30 old, but what I am saying is that certain things, um, you know, are,
0: <laughs> oh, hold on.
1: He's laughing at my age, <laughs> but um, we had a conversation uh, recently about you know aging and and does thirty feel old to some people or not? For me, I didn't think so, but I'm starting to feel the effects of like, hey, I'm not a 22 year old anymore. Yeah, um, and so some of that is learning, and honestly, the coolest part about it is learning that. There are ways to continue getting fitter and sometimes you learn to be more efficient because when you're a young 22 year old guy fresh out of college with nothing to do, you just break yourself constantly because, Hey, what else are you going to do? You love fitness and that's, that's fun. Um, And I'm actually learning how to get fitter better. So for my own personal fitness, it's continuing that journey while being conscious of energy resources and time and all of that.
0: Yeah. Do you, you know, you talked about just being like a young coach and like getting better over time as well. Do you ever, have you ever gone back and like watched old YouTube videos of like some of the cues that people were using early in CrossFit? Oh my
1: goodness. I, so yeah, I love, I love the history of CrossFit because it used to be that down and dirty rusted back room. And now it's this very scientific, you know, process oriented thing. And you watch some of those old level one videos. And at the time they were incredible coaches in our field. And you look at it and you're like, We've come so far. Yeah. Like even average coaches now in CrossFit gyms are better than you know the the 2008 videos that you see on CrossFit.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, man. I remember what are some of those early cues? I remember when people were teaching cleans. Uh, one of the common cues was basically just like, "Yeah, just keep your arms straight and jump." like straight up in the air mm-hmm. as hard as you can. Yeah. <laughs> or like, what's the other one? Like a uh, give the bar a baby. Oh my God. I know that one.
1: Yeah. Goodness. Um, yeah. And it's like with the Olympic lifting, your arms are ropes. And I'm like, you're, you're you're mischaracterizing what we're trying to say here, right? <laughs> yeah. Like your arms aren't actually dangling noodles when you're doing this, but yep, the arms and, are noodles was yeah. a big one. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's it's cool how far things have come and, and being a part of that progression. Cause I started CrossFit in twenty fourteen, which is I think when the when everything started really moving forward as far as mm-hmm. people looking into reaching out to all of the different Types of coaches like aerobic capacity or weightlifting or gymnastics and learning, okay, what are the actual principles? Because, hey, I figured out a muscle up, but I do one and it looks terrible. Or, yeah, I can snatch 200 pounds, but really it's a very bad snatch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Going rather than doing our uh, garage gym version, going to learning from experts rather than just learning only from generalists right. yeah. helped us quite a bit for
1: sure. So it's been cool to kind of watch that grow and be a part of, you know, not maybe not the earliest stages, but be a part of it as it's exploding.
0: Um, so I told you before the podcast that I need to, I wanted to tell you the story that happened to me last night. Oh my goodness. It was and apparently then, a high speed chase. I'm going to loop this back into fitness. Okay. It's be a really good transition. Oh, I'm ready for it. So look forward to it. So last night I'm driving home Mm -hmm. and I'm like driving in this back road kind of area where it's one lane each way, just like in front of like suburban houses. And it leads up to a stoplight. And so I'm probably 10 cars back in this stoplight. And in the left lane, which is the other way of traffic, there are no cars coming. And as I'm sitting there, I hear a helicopter overhead and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But, you know, there's helicopters around, whatever. And then I just hear, and no joke, probably going about 60 miles an hour in this neighborhood, this silver Camaro just speeds right past my truck, going the wrong direction on the road. Oh no, with with at least two flat tires. So I'm like, man, did this thing just hit some spikes? Or like, what's going on? And about 20 seconds later, a cop car goes racing by, then another one, then another one. I counted going past me. Eleven emergency vehicles running by me and then on the crossroad, going the other way in front of me, counted another nine emergency vehicles. Whoa. Four of which were like the unmarked tactical Oh gosh, that's terrifying. So just fantastic.
1: What time was this at?
0: Uh it was about six o'clock.
1: So for the viewers don't, that don't know, we live near each other. I think I heard that walking my dogs. I heard a ton of sirens, and I was it, like, "What is happening?" It went right by your house. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: It was in that yeah that area of town. Okay, uh, so just phenomenal. Wow. And then I was in traffic, and like you know, all this emergency stuff going on, so I didn't get to follow the action. But as I was driving later, I um, saw there was like another like neighborhood. Right across from um, like Christchurch on Old Hickory, mm-hmm. if you right. know where that is, and the, all the cars were like parked in this neighborhood. But what was interesting was they were all parked down this huge hill um, in the neighborhood. Like the entrance to the neighborhood goes steeply down, and then it dips right straight back up. It's probably like a mile climb, and I was like, man, maybe they just like pinned this guy in there mm-hmm. and, and they they got him and trapped him there, whatever. But then I thought to myself, what if this guy, you know, he had about a 20 second lead on these cops. What if he like got out of the car and started running? And then I was like, man, what a bold move, because the only place for him to run would have been straight uphill for a mile. And so I just would love to think that this guy driving this silver Camaro is just still out there, just running up that hill that he'd been preparing (laughs) for this moment. Uh, He'd been doing some CrossFit. He's like, you know what? I think, I think this is the day that I can actually outrun the cops on foot when I need to. Yep, and
1: he knew he would have, they would have a ton of weight on them, body armor. You know, we know what running in vest feels like. Yeah, exactly. Terrible. They're all
0: doing Murph and I'm out here doing Cindy. <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, I don't know what happened with that story, but hopefully everybody's okay.
1: Well, yeah, maybe we'll have to research it and find uh, find the news story about it. Yeah. So, um, actually I want to ask you a question. So since some of the chief subject matter, especially early on in this podcast is going to be talking to fitness and health professionals. Where is be ready going? We've got, I know you've got a good team going, you got a good thing going with be ready and what's, what's the vision? What's the goal?
0: Uh, one of our PTs, uh, Chris Beavers, who many of you know, he has a phrase that he says all the time, which is, we're going to the moon. (laughs) Uh, So anytime anything good happens in the business, I always text him an emoji of a a rocket and a moon. Love that. Um, But yeah, so we are... like our, Our next thing that we're trying to focus on is really fleshing out some of our other health disciplines that we can incorporate. You know, we've got... Uh, five PT providers who are just so excellent. Uh, We've got, you know, a pelvic health specialist, we've got running specialists. you've got, you know, CrossFit and weightlifting specialists, um, all these things. And the PT side of it is so fun. But obviously, we know as PTs that um, we can't solve every issue. And so now we're just kind of looking to figure out, okay, there's a lot of people that we work with around town in other disciplines. Um, How can we begin to make those relationships closer mm-hmm. and you know, maybe one day you know, bring them in house, but really just build out an all encompassing way that we can help people not just in their fitness and their performance, but just achieve confidence that they're mm-hmm. going to be able to move and live uh, in a great way for years to come.
1: That's awesome. I love that. Cause like the mantra for coaches and CrossFit is you get them an hour a day. What do they do? The other 23. Yeah. And that's even harder for you guys. Cause you get them what an hour, maybe two a week. Yeah. And then so your what's really cool is you can take that and you can build it out and make it like, hey, okay, we get you two hours a week, but you're with other people we work with for another several hours a week. Yeah. And then we're we're trying to build healthier lifestyles.
0: Yeah. And you know, it only makes us look good when we send people to other people can who can also help them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it makes us look good. It makes the the patient or the athlete feel good. Uh, just a total win win. And especially You know, we get asked a lot like, hey, do you have any doctors who like are not just going to tell me to stop doing everything I'm doing? They're not going to tell me to stop doing CrossFit or you know, doctors who even understand like, hey, as a runner, I have like different nutritional needs than, you know, somebody who's trying to, you know, lose weight or whatever the issue is. And so just building out more of that network, I think, is going to be huge.
1: Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing is a lot of people are afraid of that one size fits all of like, Hey, there are PTs out there who work with individuals who have been in car crashes, which like great for them. And I, you know, we need those PTs out there, but that's not the same PT that needs to help when you have a knee that's inflamed because you know, you've been working out too much. And so I think having that all encompassing and that understanding of like, yeah, like you said, nutrition doesn't work for a runner and a weightlifter the same way. You know, you give them yeah. the same plan. One of them is either going to gain a ton of muscle mass, <laughs> or the other's going to lose all their muscle mass, and they're going to be like, "Excuse me, you did this wrong." <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I think that's incredible. You know, I've always wanted to be a part of, you know, uh, whether it's it's strongly or loosely affiliated network of individuals who just want to do well for the people they're working with. Um, and I've seen that for you guys. You know, through the way you've treated me because you know I've been a patient for a while, but also all the people that I've sent over here I always have really good things to say about the way not only you know your customer care which is obviously important but the way you guys approach things from an intellectual perspective
0: the best dang PT team in the this I always say best dang PT team this side of the Mississippi (laughs) I love it that's awesome but
1: yeah I mean I'm I'm excited to to be getting involved as well and on a more consistent level
0: well uh it's gonna be a fun ride and we're gonna have conversations with, you know, those other health providers, other coaches, other people just kind of in this space. And uh, we're gonna have a good time. Yeah. So Jake, uh, thanks for stepping into the big chair. And uh, we'll see how it goes.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Nashville Fitness Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by our local physical therapy practice, Be Ready Performance Therapy. Head over to Instagram or our website. You can find us online at bereadypt.com or on Instagram at bereadypt. On our website as well as on Instagram, we'll have a bunch more great content in which we dive into things a little bit deeper on our blog as well as through our videos on Instagram. If you have any questions or comments of what you might like to hear or might like us to discuss on the podcast please shoot us an email chris at bereadypt.com or ross at bereadypt.com it's our passion to answer your questions so please don't hesitate to shoot us an email or a direct message also we'd love it if you rated and subscribed to our podcast so that we can continue to make this podcast the best it can be